Welcome to Womenkind Cafe podcast with Angela B. Sprague. As you all know, this week, um, very sad uh, and toxic environments have been uh, created, um, mainly behind um, uh, racism and uh, behind George Floyd in America, who was who was, you know, brutally pinned down by an American police officer, which led to him losing his life. So that started a global um, pandemic, uh, if you like, uh, about tackling racism. Now, I'm writing an article about uh, supremacy because I do believe that uh, you know we need to change the terms we use or the words we use to describe racism uh, because I do believe I could be wrong this is my personal opinion I do believe that there is a lot of uh, bullying behavior uh, which is no different to racism, terrorism, or, you know, there should be one name for it, because they all, now I focus on um, uh, women facing a lot of uh, unpleasant scenarios throughout their lives, and is that always linked to race, colour, gender, I don't know, because I want some clarity on whether it is a personality clash or whether behind that clash lies the uh, dislike because of your pigment in your skin or because you are simply too intelligent or you are too beautiful or You are better or superior than the person who is is bullying you. So I I thought, you know, it it prompted a desire in me to write an article which has not been published yet. I have not finished. But I wonder how people will react. And so I was doing a little research and see, actually, I want to see if there's any written content on um, on the website and see if I can find something. And there is a PDF by cumbria.gov.uk and it describes the similarities between racist bullying and other kind of bullying and the differences between racist bullying and other kinds of bullying. Now, there are seven sections, or uh, this is a column, and there are seven uh, blocks here. And the first block, number one, will tell you the similarities, and the opposite will tell you the differences. And I want to read that because I thought that's really interesting. I've been, I need an answer myself, to be honest. So, I thought this will be a worthwhile information to share with you all so if you're working and 
like if you're uh, doing your house chores you might want to just have a listen you know because this is when I'm doing my house chores <laughs> this is when I when I really you know listen it's, it's like me time I find house chores quite therapeutic it's me time and then I can just plug in my uh, you know earplugs and just listen to what I really want to listen to so I hope uh, you are one of those people who just take a moment while you're doing your chores to just um, read about this or, or listen about this I'll read out to you so there are seven points and num- each point has similarities and differences now I haven't read this before so I'm reading it for the first time. I thought I'll share that. I, I just had the desire to share this on uh, Womankind Cafe because we do need to have some clarity. And I think a lot of people don't. And they get, they create these toxic environments because they immediately feel, oh, this has happened to me because dot, dot, dot. So, Let's see what number one has to say. So the number one is the similarities between racist bullying and other kinds of bullying. And then the opposite to that, still number one, is the differences between racist bullying and other kind of bullying. So let's start with number one. Pupils who are targeted experience great distress. They may become fearful depressed and lacking in self-confidence and their progress at school may be severely damaged. So these are the similarities between basically racist and all other bullying. Okay, that is that is the result of all bullying. But with the racist one, the differences. Racism has a long history affecting millions of people and is a common feature in wider society. People are seriously harmed and injured by it and sometimes even viciously attacked and murdered. Uh, Very similar to, um, (coughs) excuse me, George Floyd. Words such as spotty, fatty and four eyes are seldom used by seldom or never used by adults to justify offensive behavior. Racist words and prejudices, however, are associated with discrimination in employment and the provision of services and with a range of criminal offenses. That's very, actually, I think, although this, you know, PDF file has five, seven points. I think the first one basically sums it up for me. Very good description uh, of the similarities and differences. So I am encouraged to read on if we were a lot of, you know, what I probably would not have <laughs> carried on. Uh, but let's start with number two. So the similarities. The distress is connected with feelings of being excluded and rejected. So the differences for that number two point is the differences. The law of the land recognises the seriousness of racism by requiring that courts 
should impose higher sentences where an offence is aggravated by racist or religious hostility. This could not be more accurate. I, I do quite like this and I think the reason why other points exist is because it always comes down to the laws. Um, what if the law is committing the crime? And this is the problem, isn't it? The law of the land recognises but uh, equally feels powerless to do something because most politicians are uh, protecting their, their careers. They don't want to be kicked out of the outfit, if you like. Mm, very strong point, number two. So we come to number three. Number three are the similarities. The distress is because the dress is uh, the distress is because a characteristic is picked out as a justification for the bullying, and the person attacked can do nothing about their size, whether they wear glasses, the color of their hair the colour of their skin, their religious or cultural background. So those are the similarities. The differences with the racist and other kind of bullying. The differences between racist bullying and other kind of bullying is number three. The distinctive feature of a racist attack or insult is that a person is attacked not as an individual, as in most other offences, but as the representative of a family, community or group. Other members of the same group, family or community are in consequence made to feel threatened intimidated as well. So it is not just the pupil who is attacked, who feels unwelcome or marginalized. When they call me, their packy explains nine years old Serena, it's not just me they're hurting, it's all my family and all other black people too. That is the difference. That's very true, actually. That's very true. So, we now come to number four, point four, the similarities. Since all kinds of bullying cause distress, and this is my, what I believe, all are wrong, absolutely. All kind of bullying is wrong, and I feel, I think we just need to Perhaps consider changing the terminology or changing the terminologies to be a bit more clearer, especially where the law is concerned. So this is this is number four is my point. Since all kind of bullying cause distress, all are wrong, absolutely. But the difference is number four, so the opposite, 
racist words and behavior and we are I'll, I'll start again racist words and behavior are experienced as attacks on the values loyalties and commitments central to a person's sense of identity and self-worth often therefore they hurt more deeply as well as more widely they attack me for being an arab remarks ahmed but i am an arab because of because my father is an arab and i love my father do they think i should stop loving my father i can't do that ever yes this is the difference the difference is like number 3 mentions also is the racist behavior it's not just one it's not just an individual but the whole race so it does cause deep hurt i'm sure so number 5 point number 5 similarities those who engage in bullying develop a false pride in their own superiority absolutely i actually believe I, i don't know if i fully agree with this because i've always understood and believed that the person the perpetrator who is the bully often has a lack of something or is envy of i don't have and the other person does So that is other kind of bullying and not a race bullying. But I'm not saying, you know, the, the white person wants to be brown and that's why they're bullying no. But there are other factors behind it. There are other factors I'm sure. But it does not make them superior most of the time. But on uh, where race is concerned, Where race is concerned, I think superiority is the issue. But the but it is, I feel, uh, attached to other um for example, there's an article I was reading uh of the uh, Black Wall Street. Now Black Wall Street um was a prospering um community, black community. which was then destroyed by the white community in America and uh, that is the superiority because the superior superiority was significantly behind it because they thought how can that particular race be doing well and I'm not that is where you do feel that your lack of pig- pigment in your skin makes you superior and more intelligent but you can't be intelligent if you're poor uh if you like uh, if you are poor and not finding you know uh not have the abilities or the skills to achieve uh, i could be contradicted here or i could be offensive here almost i'm not saying all um, poor people are not intelligent but sometimes kindness can also lead us to 
poverty because uh, when you're trying to be kind and then they take advantage of you you've lost out and that I am speaking on a personal level so I think number five is the most complicated point here you know why does anybody I think it's a common whether you're white or black you do the ego is not the pigment it is the ego human ego that makes you think you're better than another person why is that surely that is a human issue (laughs) that is not a race issue there are lots of dipsticks in every race (laughs) I'm sorry but there are so this is where things are a bit grey to some people to me all form of bullying whether it's race or other bullying they are all they all should be treated by one word they're all bad so they should have equal punishment as far as I'm concerned so let's read the point again because I have gone on those who engage in bullying bullying develop a false pride in their own superiority ego is the evil of all wrongdoings and all wrong happenings on this planet my personal view so the opposite the similarities racist attacks are committed not only against a community but also in the eyes of offenders themselves on behalf of a community offenders see themselves as representative of and supported in their own racism by their friends and families and peer group and they may feel they may well feel it is right and proper to take the law into their own hands yeah and this is where the the racism allows people to control and uh, be abusive because they can ego is uh, ego kills ego is the, the biggest evil so let's go to point number six the similarities Teachers and even parents are sometimes not aware of the miseries that are being inflicted or of the cruelty that is being perpetrated. Yeah, maybe, yes, I think I can agree with that. So the differences to that point quite apart from whether those responsible see themselves as representatives of their own community, taking the law into their own hands. This is how they may be seen by those at the receiving end. So, a traveller child, for example, may then fear and distrust all settled people, not just those engage in bullying Mm, I'm not really sure Mm. 
really sure about this point. Uh, I don't think I fully understand the point it is trying. Um, I mean, fear of distrust of all settled people. I think it could have been worded better. But let's move on to point seven, the similarities. When dealing with incidents, staff must attend to A, the needs, feelings and wishes of pupils who are attacked. B, the needs, feelings and wishes of their parents and carers. C, children and young people principally responsible for the bullying. D. Any supporters they have and E. Any bystanders and witnesses. Number seven. The differences. Most bullying involves a series of incidents over time. That's accurate. In the case of racist bullying, however, a single one-off incident may have precisely the same impact as a series of incidents over time. Uh, George Floyd is a perfect example. So I, I, I believe this to be quite accurate. This is because it may be experienced by the person at the receiving end as part of a general pattern of racist hostility. This is very true for George Floyd and the town he lived in. It can, in consequence, be every bit as intimidating, rejecting and hurtful as a series of events over time. I think just um, six points or five points would have done for this article. But it was uh, uh, this was a compare and contrast from uh, understanding the needs of minority ethnic pupils in mainly white schools, and I, as as a person of colour, I was um, the only brown person in a white school, and I was I did not experience any bullying. I loved my school, so really, um, I don't think uh, I have experienced any form of bullying because I'm a quite a strong person myself. But where racism is concerned, I believe it's the hidden racism. It's the um, especially when you go for uh, employment or high-ranking employments uh, that's where it, it is visible but because especially when you clearly have skills and somebody else is chosen who does not that is when you know that it's got to be the race but I haven't fortunately I have not experienced a great deal of racism in my life but I have seen it happen to others right in front of my eyes I have seen it um, the way the way
way some people are dressed and the way some people are talk, talked, they are treated different to how other people are not. Anyway, there are, there are so many visible, um, visible, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There are so many visible traits uh, or the points you notice, you notice that. But you know, then if, if I was to compare that, the racism isn't just in the white communities, racism also exists within a particular community. You know, if you travel in Asia, China, East Asia, Africa, there's bullying there as well. And there is racist bullying there as well. So. I always say, I always make a statement: racism, terrorism, bullying, um, pedophilia, rapists, thieves. Um, all of these harmful traits in human beings exist everywhere. So. I just want people to understand what do they understand by racism because if racist uh, racist bullying exists in every nation then who is racist? Who is the perpetrator? It is the ego it is the uh, it's, it's for example the um, abuse the domestic violence against women against children against you can't just say domestic violence only happened to women, although I focus on that subject alone. Domestic violence happens to all genders. You know, whether you are uh, straight or whether you're gay, whether you're black or you're white, whether you're a woman or a man, whether you're a child uh, or not a uh, senior. Domestic abuse, rape, physical beating happens to everybody. So you can't say domestic abuse is only for man to woman. The subject is so wide, that's why nobody gets gets to the grip. Even, even the authorities can't get it because it's an emotional entrapment of another human being. It's slaving another human being to your commands and wishes. And this is why focus my some of my energies on getting women to connect and help each other and build communities so we can tackle these issues together the reason why these issues happen because we are scattered and segregated through segregation all crimes are possible thank you for listening to womankind cafe podcast by Angela Bisbrand. Have a great day.